Okay, I don't know how to start this thing off. Say something, Dan. Something. God damn it. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We are here once again to read you some spooky Halloween stories. Actually, to be completely honest with you, uh, we have no idea if these are spooky or not. We literally just searched in, like, creepy, fucked up Halloween stories and clicked on a link and saw a bunch of different stories and we just clicked on a couple of them and uh, we're going to read them. We we clicked on the ones with our favorite names. Yeah, favorite so, titles. Uh, favorite titles. Uh, these are all coming from American Folklore. Uh, wow, Folklore. Folk. Folklore. Folklore is actually uh, lore based on forks. <laughs> so, like, the legend of the brass... Pokey Matt, thing. Matt, I think it's actually folklore. Oh, folklore. Yeah, I think they like the L is silent or some shit. <laughs> I was doing that uh, that 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 Asian thing where they use L's as R's and R's as L's. Ah, oh, there's no R in there. No, I know, but the L in folk, I was turning into an R. Never oh, mind. I got you. So these are all coming from AmericanFolklore.net. Uh, they, uh, yeah, we got, we got a few of our favorite stories here. So Dan, do you want to start us off? Should I start us off? How do you want to do this? Um, I'd also like to just mention that this is, uh, done as a podcast as well, Matt. Is it really? Yeah. There's a listen to the podcast of this story. What? Are we ripping these guys off? Well, we can give them credit. That's all good, right? (laughs) Well, well, they're going to read it better than us. Yeah, probably. That's what makes us funnier. What? <laughs> I don't understand that. Crappy is funny. Oh, is that how that That's works? That's how that works. Then we're doing amazing. No Both here and on the full One More Go Show episodes. Uh, Way to go, team. <laughs> well, well, okay. So this was an excer- excerpt. It's an excerpt from uh, from another from story. another story that was retold by a podcasting group. That's going to be retold by another podcast group. So, called the one but, word but, go show but we're not even taking it from the original source we're taking it from the people who took it from the original source yeah but it should who be might have who might have gotten it from somebody who wasn't the original source matt do you think we could trace down its lineage find where i don't the story know we could try from do you want to spend the episode doing that or do you want to read some fucking horror let's stories? read some fucking horror stories all right so uh, I can kick us off if you'd like. Uh, you know what? You'd be my guest, my my fair-weathered friend. I appreciate that. My dark-colored uh, beauty. My that's black stop. beauty. I'm oh. not your black beauty. I'm not a horse, nor am I African-American. No, but you have dark hair. Oh, is that what does it? Yeah. I thought the black beauty was named black beauty. Well, I guess it's it hair. It's covered in hair. hair. Right. <laughs> when, whenever I think of horse hair, I imagine the mane, the flowing horse mane, not the not the actual hair on its body. Anyway, our first story <laughs> from once again AmericanFolklore.net is Hatchet Man. Uh, this one was retold, I guess, on a podcast. I don't know. Dan's telling me there's something about a well, podcast. Well, at least my show, it. my my story is. I don't know if yours says it. Mine says it plainly right there. I have no idea. Anyway, mine says retold by S.E. Schlosser. Yeah, and then sure. right below that, does it say? Well, this one says excerpted from, it doesn't say a podcast. Okay, perfect. Mine says, um, I guess they told mine on the story. Some, mine's better than oh, yours, well, I guess. well, then mine's clean. Uh, we're the first ones to tell ours on a podcast, Ooh. maybe. Anyway, this is an exp- uh, excerpted from Spooky Indiana, which is a, I don't know, probably a book. <laughs> I think it's a book, right? My, it's probably well, yours, a book. Your, hold on. Yours is an expert excerpt. Wow. You can't not cannot say do excerpt. this. Excerpt wow. from Spooky Indiana. Is that what you said? 
Spooky Indiana. Mine's yeah. done from Spooky Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Ma- Massachusetts? Yeah, Massachusetts. Is that what you're trying to say? Massachusetts. Oh my god, we need to get the Spooky Wheels on the Bus book. Okay, alright, okay, we're getting sidetracked. Let me read the first spooky story. Again, the title is Hatchet Man. Here we go. Uh, excuse me, you're missing a vital point to storytelling of spooky stories. Oh, god damn it, Dan. I'm not doing that thing from the classic Nickelodeon television show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? You're going to make me do it, aren't you? You have to do it. Why do I have to do it? This is so dumb. Submitted for the approval. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Sorry, let me do that. Let me let me do this. Let's do this proper. Here we go. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story... Hatchet Man. There were warnings all over campus about a hatchet man who was supposed... Wow, really? They're going to reveal the killer right in the first sentence here, huh? Wow. There were warnings all over campus about a hatchet man who was supposedly abused and killed a woman in Bloomington. All the girls were warned to walk in pairs and stay in brightly lit areas if they had to go out at night. The sophomore and her roommate were staying in the empty dorm room over Thanksgiving break, since both their families were out of the country. They grew very bored as day followed boring day and night followed boring night. Tired of staying inside every night for fear of the hatchet man, her roommate suggested that they have dinner at the local bar, and the sophomore agreed. That is a horrible idea. That's like do not do walking this. Walking into a trap. No I'm kidding. This is like in every horror movie when somebody starts to do something and you start yelling at the screen and you're like, "Don't do that!" Ugh, bunch of idiots. The two women had lingered longer than anticipated, and it was almost midnight when the sophomore, more than a little drunk, decided to walk back to the dorm. Her roommate was busy flirting with the bartender, so she headed into the dark, silent streets alone. What? I know. Every I know. every horror story ever told right there. <laughs> the sophomore had forgotten all about the hatchet man warnings. How? You've been living in fear for how long and all of a sudden you just forget? It wasn't until she took a shortcut through a dark, creepy alley that she remembered that there was a desperate murderer on the loose. The sophomore shivered, feeling suddenly sober and very much alone. She felt as if hostile eyes were peering out at her from every menacing shadow and darkened doorway. She quickened her pace. Was that heavy breathing she heard behind her? Were those footsteps walking in time with her own? The sophomore broke into a run, heart pounding fiercely, sure that someone was following her. She darted into the college campus, zigzagged throughout the buildings, and flung herself panting into the room. It was only then, leaning against the door with her heart racing, that she started to feel foolish. There was no sound from the hallway, no footsteps, no heavy breathing, no hatchet breaking through the wood of her door. She'd been a fool. It's because he's already in her room. (laughs) The sophomore staggered to the bathroom to wash up for the night, leaving the door locked behind her. She kept glancing into the mirror to make sure everything was secure. The scene in the mirror was normal. There was no sound in the empty dormitory. Everything was just fine, she told herself. Then she remembered that her roommate was still at the bar. She didn't want her roommate to walk home alone, so she called the bar and asked the manager if he would arrange for the roommate to be brought home in a taxi. The music in the background was loud, and she wasn't sure if the manager understood her request, but at least she tried. The sophomore curled up in bed with the reading lamp on, determined to wait up for her roommate, but the combination of heavy drinking and her earlier fright sent her into a deep sleep almost at once, and she did not awaken until the sun came pouring into the window early the next morning. She woke with a hangover and rolled over, trying not to be sick in bed. 
When she looked across the room, she realized that her roommate wasn't in the bed on the far wall. In fact, it looked as if her bed hadn't been slept in all night. It's a weird sentence. They wrote it weird. I know I read it weird, but that's because that's how it was. Shut up, Dan. She rolled to her feet, heart pounding with dread. Maybe her roommate had spent the night in the lobby? Her roommate had done that once before, went out partying until the wee hours of the morning, saying it was too much trouble to climb three flights of stairs. That sounds like something you'd do, Dan. What are you talking about? I leave your party halfway in the morning. I go down three flights of stairs. That's true. This sounds like a, a Brianne thing, no? Just getting drunk and staying wherever she can. <laughs> I'm making this up. I, Brianne's not an alcoholic. Yeah, she is. With trembling hands, the sophomore unlocked the door and wrenched it open in search, in search of her roommate. The unmistakable, faintly metallic scent of blood smashed into her nostrils as the door swung open. That was her only warning before her shocked eyes saw blood splattered all over the hallways. Holy shit. That was her only warning before her shocked eyes saw blood spattered all over the walls and floor on the third floor hallway. She screamed in terror, leaping backward away from the partially decapitated body of her roommate, which lay dead at her feet. Her throat was slit from end to end and blood pooled underneath her dead body. The nails on her outstretched hand were torn and splintered where they had scratched desperately at the wooden door. A black shadow lay across her roommate's body. She looked up in a daze. Her gaze followed the black shadow to its source. Embedded in the window frame near the entrance to the staircase was a blood-stained hatchet outlined in the light of the rising sun. The end. Okay, that's it. Approved! Hey! (laughs) I'm in the Midnight Society. God, this is stupid. All right. You got one you want to read here, Dan? That was I. I, I want to hear your opinion on the story we just read, though. What do you think? What's What's the Dan review? Well, Matt, quite frankly, I was a little bit bored up until the blood spattered all over the wall. Then I got interested. What? Are you saying that my reading is boring? No, I'm saying your reading was awful. Why are you gonna be that way? I tried my best. Stutter much? You're don't worry. You got a story to read. Don't worry. I'm not gonna be. uh, I'm not gonna be any better than you. So. Oh, you're gonna be awful, which is why you should be careful what you're saying now. Because oh no, no, I fully accept that I read terribly, but I don't think you do. So I need you to know that you read terribly on that story. That's not entirely true. I think I did just fine. Fuck you, Dan. Stay tuned for part two of Spooky Stories. (laughs) Ha 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 ha